Well, the New World Order is upon us. How many of you remember how many of you remember back when the New World Order was just a conspiracy theory? Right? Remember that? Well those days are no more. Um the elites are now taking the mask off. That's why I called the show World Unmasked. Um and the elites apparently are ready to take their mask off. They're openly calling for a new world order. Matter of fact, they had a um, world government summit, summit 2022. So I, I remember back when that was just a conspiracy theory. Some of you may remember, some of you don't even pay attention, but I have to keep that in mind. But there was a, there was a time when they called that a right wing conspiracy theory. There was supposed to be no such thing as a new world order. Well, um, the elites and their cronies met met at the World Government Summit, openly calling for a new world order, talking about how to how to uh, how finance is going to change, how money is going to be replaced. You know the way we exchange money or currency at this moment that's going to change how they're going to be able to track and trace every uh every time you make a purchase everything that you buy <laughs> they're going to know about it because that's what it's all about it's all about surveillance right it's all about surveillance it's all about being able to uh, know every little thing about you because they want to be your God. They want to control you. They feel like they have the right. I'm just, I'm going off the cuff here. I haven't gone into the news yet, but the elites feel like they own you and that you can't make decisions for yourself and they have to be able to make decisions for you. They need to control what you buy, um, where, where, how you travel, where you travel to, you know, what location you should be in at this exact moment and that exact moment. And they feel like they have the divine right to rule over you. So while you're sitting around watching Chris Rock and Will Smith act like jackasses and trying to determine who was right and wrong in that altercation, uh, the powers that be, the elites, are meeting up at the World Government Summit uh, trying to determine, or, or they've already determined a long time ago, how they're going to take away your liberties, your freedom your freedom of speech, your freedom of travel, your freedom to buy and sell. Yep. This is coming from CNBC. Uh says here and this is an op-ed opinion. <laughs> but it says here um a new world order is emerging and the world is not ready for it. This is coming from Frederick Kemp. CNBC. CNBC, a new world order is emerging and the world is not ready for it. Oh, they're just openly coming out with this now. You know, no more conspiracy theory. They're just coming straight on out with it, telling you new world order is here. Um, it says here, and this is coming, uh, this was in Dubai. It says, are we ready for the new world order? It says a provocative title of the panel that led off the ambitiously named World Government Summit. Listen now, World Government Summit. Remember when there was no world government? Remember when that was a conspiracy theory? Remember when that was a right-wing uh, well, it was a right-wing conspiracy theory. That's what they called it. Far right. 
alt-right. White nationalist conspiracy theory. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, boy, look at how things have changed. The world government. First of all, you're supposed to have nations with their own government and sovereignty. So the fact that this is this summit was even called the World Government Summit lets you know that we are currently occupied by a world government. We are currently under the authority of a world government, which they pretend like doesn't exist, while at the same time telling you, yeah, we do exist and we rule over you. And that's what they do. They do double speak. It's called double speak. It's just like with the pop shots, right? With the with the um with the vax, with the jabs. Remember when it was um remember back in the day, <laughs> just a year ago, when they were saying it's not mandatory, but you won't be able to go to work unless you get it. Yeah, it's double speak. That's man that's mandatory, but it's not mandatory at the same time. Right? Cause if you call it's like what they do is they push their agenda right and then if you call them out on their agenda then they'll say that their agenda is not their agenda they'll say oh you're crazy that's a conspiracy theory it's a game that they play you didn't hear what you what you heard you didn't see what you saw right so there is no world government but at the same time they're having a world government summit there is no great reset, but yet there's a great reset. <laughs> it's craziness. The provocative title, getting back to this article here from CNBC, the provocative title of the panel that led the ambitiously named um, World Government Summit here last week was framed to suggest that a new global order is emerging and the world is not ready for it. It says there has been a pro, um, proliferation excuse me, of writing about who will shape the future world order since Russian President Vladimir Putin launched his invasion of Ukraine on February 24th says the most murderous Europe has, excuse me, what's it, most murderous Europe has suffered, I think they meant to say murders, has suffered since 1939. Anyway, um, so what they're going to do is um, they're going to, in short, they're going to collapse um, economies all over the world, <clears throat> including the United States, and they've already done it. You're just too stupid to realize it. Um, the dollar's going to tank. Um, supply chains are going to fail. There's going to be massive food shortages. As a matter of fact, poopy pants Biden told you such, and I've reported on this last week, poopy pants told you that there's going to be a food shortage. He said it's real. Matter of fact, I might have to play that clip um, just in case you didn't hear it from last week's show, Poopy Pants Biden told you there will be a food shortage and that that food shortage is real. Okay. Poopy Pants said that out of his own mouth because Poopy Pants is being told what to say um, by elites who are talking into his headset, whatever little earpiece that he has in his ear. Okay, in case you haven't realized, Poopy Pants Biden is not the president, okay? He doesn't know what planet he's on. They put him in office just so they could have someone to control. There are people behind the, the scenes that are that are in the background that are telling him what to say, and then he forgets what to say, and he farts on camera, and he brags about his ass being wiped. That's why I call him Poopy Pants. Um, He doesn't know his ass from a hole in the wall. The, the poor guy... If he's even alive anymore, I don't even know if that's the real him. Um, there's been some pictures that make him look a little shaky. I'll just say that. It looks like a 
look like an actor, if you ask me. So anyway, um, there's a lot of weird things going on around the Biden administration from day one, um, from the fact that the Pentagon did not want to work with them. Um, Trump leaving at eight o'clock in the morning uh, on inauguration, on Poopy Pants inauguration day, and he took something with him, which I'm not going to say what that something was, but those are who, that are in the know are in the know. And he took something with him. And um, I'm going to say this. Nancy Pelosi wanted, for some reason, to have access to the um, <clears throat> nuclear codes. She wanted Congress to have access to the nuclear codes. Mm. Read between the lines and um, you kind of understand what I'm talking about here. There's something weird going on. And I'm trying not to go down that conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy theory rabbit hole, but uh, I found it interesting that uh, Trumpy left at 8 o'clock in the morning before Poopy Pants inauguration, and he took <clears throat> a certain something with him. And uh, I don't know. Again, I don't I don't know, but uh I found that interesting. But <clears throat> getting back to this <laughs> uh this world government summit is uh basically the powers that be, the elites actually coming out and telling us what their next move is gonna be and what we should plan for for the next uh couple of years actually i would i'm gonna be honest with you i think we have to the end of 2022 before the ish really hits the fan if i had to take a guess miss an educated guess i would say somewhere around october uh, some, for some reason, though, September is just sticking out in my mind. Like, look, why September? Why September? Why September? Have your ducks in a row by September. You're going to want you're going to want food. Water. And. Um, you're going to want to. <clears throat> just be prepared. I'm just going to put it like that. Um. The World Government Summit, literally, um, this woman, I can't think of her name off top, but she was literally saying that um, the the way we exchange currency, the way we exchange uh, money, excuse me, um, it's going to be no more. And she was talking about the digital blockchain and um, that's it. That's it. See, what people don't understand and don't realize, and I've said this for a long time, and I'm not against crypto. I'm not against crypto at all. Crypto was set up and designed to get you <clears throat> on the blockchain, to get you, and it's called blockchain for a reason. What, what do you think a block is? A block is a burden. What is a chain? A blockchain. What do you think that is? When you're chained, you're, you're captured, you're, you're in prison, right? Chained, a blockchain, right? What she was saying was that the, the economic, basically in short, what she was saying is that the way we do, the way we transfer money now, the way we purchase items now, that's going to be over with soon. And it's, everything's going to be digital. Everything is going to be digital. And and dum-dums will listen to me. And this is the stupid-ass, smarky-ass liberals. The the dumb libtards will go, Everything Everything's already digital. Yeah, dumbass. I know that. But they want the whole world on one blockchain, stupid-ass. So that they could monitor you, monitor your purchases, your spending habits, 
and shut down your 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 accounts at any moment. So what I believe is that crypto was was created to um to get everybody used to this system and that it would be decentralized and everyone would be like, oh my goodness, this is great. We have to decentralize all crypto. And then what they're going to do is they're going to come along and say, okay, um, yeah, your little Bitcoins and your, and your, um, your Ethereums and all that, that was cute. Uh, we have this new digital currency and that's what you're going to have to take. Or it could be one of the ones that they have now that they will decide that that is the official world cryptocurrency. And that's going to be the only currency that's going to be acknowledged, so to speak. And I'm going off the cuff. I swear to God, I'm going to get. Matter of fact, let me let me come back and I'll get back into this article. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going off the cuff here. I'm sorry. I'll be back in a minute. All right. I'm back. Ah, damn it. Um, so anyway, I was talking about this, um, CNBC article, which I, I swear to God, I'm never going to get through because I won't stop running my mouth. Um, a new world order is emerging and the world is not ready for it yet. And, um, in the article, they're, they're basically going in on Russia and blaming Russia for everything. And they're talking about this world government summit. Um, and at this summit, they are predicting food chain. Uh, what's his name? Klaus Schwab. He, but he was talking about this at the, um, world economic forum about supply chain issues, food shortages, poopy pants. Biden said there was, there's going to be a food shortage. Um, but at this summit here, the world government summit, they were talking about a new world order, literally out in the open, no BS. Uh, says here in the article, there has been a proliferation of writing about who will shape the future world since Russian President Vladimir Putin launched his invasion of Ukraine on February 24th. The most murderous Europe um, has suffered in, excuse me, since 1939. Since attempting conclusion, should Ukraine survive as an independent, sovereign, and, de and democratic country? The U.S. and Europe-backed forces will regain momentum against the previously ascendant Russian uh, Chinese forces of authoritarianism, <laughs> oppression, and at least Putin's case, evil. That's what they, these people got some goddamn nerve, excuse me. They got some goddamn nerve. What, what has the United States done uh, since the beginning? Yeah, so we're not going to talk about, oh, so I guess the the Iraq war was nothing. You know, that wasn't evil, you know. Nah, and these people, I swear. So anyway, you're going to blame Russia for the collapse of the dollar. Um, That's the game plan. I'm just telling you right now, giving you a heads up <clears throat> so you're not looking around going, what the, what the hell is going on? Um, Rising gas prices, everything else. It's going to get worse. Okay, it's going to get a lot worse. It says that sounds like good news, but there is a downside. It says the, the quote. There's a quote here from uh, the Atlantic Council fellow Michael Schumann in the Atlantic. It says here um, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and a series of COVID-related shutdowns in China do not, on the surface, appear to have much in common. Um, it says, yet both are accelerating a shift that has taken the world in a dangerous direction, splitting it in two, two spheres, um, one centered on Washington, D.C., the other on Beijing. It says, my conversations in Dubai at the World Government Summit 
and at Atlantic Council's Global Energy Forum show little enthusiasm or conviction for this by uh, excuse me, vision of the future. It says the Middle Eastern participants have no interest in abandoning relations with China, the leading trading partner for Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, or breaking with Russia, which established itself as a force to be reckoned with when it saved Syrian President Bashar al-Assad through its military intervention um, in his war. But here's the thing. Here's, here's what I'm trying to get across here. Russia is going to take the blame for everything, right? And Russia, 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 Russia. That's that's all you're going to hear about is Russia, Russia, Russia. It's a perfect storm. This is why I said um, they they did what they did on purpose. Uh, by having NATO or pretending to have NATO expand in the in the Ukraine, knowing that would piss Putin off. They get the war that they wanted, and some have have suggested that Putin got suckered into this conflict with Ukraine just so they could have an excuse to collapse the world economy. Just the fact that I'm saying the world economy is within itself frightening because if there's a world economy and then there's no sovereignty amongst the nations, then you're already under a new world order. And if you're already under a new world order, then whoever controls that new world order is able to reset everything. Great reset. Pay attention to that word, great. Okay? Because great is a reference to something in the past. There was something called the Great Depression. These people don't fool me, right? I pay attention. The Great Reset, Great Depression, right? What did Trump run on? Make America great again. Great what? Great at what? You see? So we don't know what these people are really doing. Um, we have an idea. And as George H. W. Bush once said, it's a big idea. A new world order. That's what he said. He was the one that coined the phrase New World Order. He he brought that that idea um about I believe it was 1990, was it 90, 91, somewhere around there? Long time ago now. So they've been planning and working on this for a very long time. And um, if you're unaware or if you had your head up your ass or buried in the sand, which is, you know, your ass might as well be the sand, then you don't know what's going on. And you think that everything is by accident and don't understand that it's all by design, problem, reaction, solution. They create the problem, you react to it, and then the same people that created the problem come to you with the solution. Like a fireman that sets houses in the neighborhood on fire just so he can come put them out and play the role of the hero. Same thing. Says uh, Beyond... Again, CNBC, beyond that, our Mideast partners have lost confidence in America's commitment to global leadership. See, this word global keeps getting thrown around a lot. Global. World, uh, what is it? World economic form. World economic form. Not nation, not, not American economic form, you know. Not even European economic form. 
not Canadian economic form, not uh, Brazilian economic form. No, no, no. World economic form. Why? Because this is a new world order. A new world order. The great reset. A global pandemic started the great reset. What happens when you reset something? You start all over again. Okay. Um. Anyway, I'm not going anymore. The hell with this article. Um. Actually, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Slow down. Let me slow down. Um. Let me get this little part right here. It says here, my own answer to the panel question on our uh, preparedness for the new world order. This is from CNBC again. It says my own answer to the panel question on our preparedness for the new world order was to quote Henry Kissinger. Who else? And questioning the premise no truly global world order has ever existed, Kissinger wrote. Oh, really? No truly global world order has ever existed. They've been trying to do this for a very long time. And they've gotten quite close from time to time. But power only hungers and thirsts for more power. Power hungry men only want more power these people have all the money in the world but they want more power that's what it's all about it's not about your health oh we're doing this to protect you there's a global pandemic We're shutting down things. We're shutting down all the restaurants, all the mom and pop shops to protect you from yourself and from your neighbors and all of your, uh, the people in your community. We have to protect you uh, from yourself because this is a global a pandemic. And you dum-dums fell for it. They were telling you that this is the new world order. They were telling you. Global pandemic. What what's a, the hell is a global pandemic? What are you talking about? A great reset. Reset of what? What are they resetting? I'll tell you what they were resetting. The middle class had gotten too big and too um, combatant. That's not the word I'm looking for. Damn it. I always do this. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out. Damn it. Um, too rebellious, too confrontational. Unwilling to go with the elitist and their agendas. Right? Too educated. Not in the stupid school system, but I mean educated. And the powers that be said we have to transfer the the momentum and the power and the finance financial gains of the middle class back over to the elites thus we have the great reset because the, the elites one individual elitist has 
at least millions upon millions of dollars. They can control a lot of things because money is power, you know, if you know how to use your money. But the middle class, although they don't have that money, that security blanket, they don't have the finance to dick they don't have the finances to dictate. What they can do collectively, organize and take on the powers that be. So the greatest threat to the elites and the powers that be, the 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 the, the so-called elites, at least, what they call themselves the elites, the people that feel like they have the divine right to rule over me and you. The greatest threat to the elites is the middle class. Which is why the pandemic was pivotal. And it was so necessary for them to shut down mom and pop shops, middle class businesses. I know that's not proper terminology. I'm just going off the cuff here. But to shut down, because living in the D.C. area, right, it's a lot of um, entrepreneurs, small businesses I see. I know people that are in that. I come from that, my family. Okay, so you see this. I saw the direct effects of the pandemic. The big business, Walmart, McDonald's, they get to stay open. Mom and pop, small business, you got to close down because it's not safe for you to remain open. So what they did was they transferred the wealth or the the, the money power control over back to the elites not that they were so much threatened but just in case the middle class decides to to rise up and fight back again it's war it's war you people don't understand what they what these people do back to the article damn it i did it again sorry I'm I'm sorry. It says um again this was a quote from Henry Kissinger no truly global world order has ever existed. That's what Henry Kissinger wrote in his book World Order. So Henry Kissinger wrote wrote excuse me. Henry Kissinger wrote a book called World Order. That's according to NBC. CNBC. Um it says what passes for order in our time was devised in Western Europe nearly four centuries ago at a peace conference in the German region of Westphalia conducted without the involvement or even the awareness of most other continents or civilizations. Over the following centuries, its influence spread says with with that as context the question is not what the new world order would be but rather if the US and its allies can through Ukraine reverse the erosion of the past century's gains as a first step forward establishing the first truly global world order these people man they're not hiding it. They're not hiding. You have to listen to your enemy when your enemy is giving you the game plan. They want a real global world order. That's what they said. 
I know that sounds weird, you know, global world order, but that's what that's what it says here. Um. So anyway, uh, I you know I'm not gonna go more into this article. I don't already botched this. Excuse me, I already screwed this up. <clears throat> but this is from a CNBC. Um dot com article here and it's an op-ed an opinion piece a new world order is emerging and the world is not ready for it by frederick kemp and uh yeah folks these people are openly letting you they're telling you they're laying it out right in front of you and you're walking around more than likely with your thumb up your ass talking about the conspiracy theory uh, duh. of the right wing talking point. Uh, duh. Dumbass. Uh, duh, duh, duh. You must be a Trump supporter. <laughs> what a bunch of effing morons. Can't wait for the moment of honesty podcast. This is the Mar report. Let me relax. Free Press ARC It's a free press against the ruling class Or oh, is they're trying to kill the free press By the way Globalists hate free press That's why the Hunter Biden laptop Got pushed As being a right wing Talking point Now they wait two years later <laughs> After the presidential elections To say oh yeah it was real been authenticated it was authenticated from the beginning but now they're going to come out with it because they're ready to throw poopy pants by now matter of fact let me let me get back to that let me i'm gonna I'm stop here and come back you'll listen to the moral report on free press arc it's the free press against the ruling class moral1290.com okay so uh i was talking about right before i left before i botched that last segment i'm sorry y'all um, I was talking about the Hunter Biden laptop, right? Uh, Senator Ron Johnson, this is coming from the Gateway Pundit. Senator Ron Johnson uh, says the New York Times and the Washington Post, liberal media implicated cover-up of Biden family crimes. Now, uh, I was talking about the free press and Hunter Biden's laptop and uh, all of this mess. Uh, there was so much information on that laptop from Hunter Biden being involved with pedophilia, incest, uh, his connections to Ukraine, Russia, everything else. So you can see how this all ties in, right? Um. says here in this article from the Gateway Pundit, after 18 months, the New York Times and the Washington Post finally admitted the Hunter Biden laptop was authenticated. Well, excuse me, was authentic. It was authenticated. But it says well, it was authentic and not Russian propaganda as they originally reported. And that's what they always do. They always Russia, Russia, Russia. Whenever, look, let me tell you, let me give you a clue. Okay, and I'm talking to the lefty little liberal normie assholes. Excuse my language. Damn it, I suppose a curse. But um, if you if you are in the know, then just ignore what I'm saying. But for the normies out there, right? Here's a clue. Whenever the globalists, the deep state, so-called deep state, whatever you want to call them want to cover something up they're gonna throw russia in there somewhere right russia is the the cover for everything all right so when the let me give you a flashback because i know you normies are stupid and you don't pay attention to anything and you're more concerned with will smith and chris rock and cardi b twerking or uh i don't know who, what else? Um, the Final Four, March Madness or whatever, which somehow led into April. Whatever. Um, 
since you don't know what's going on <laughs> during the 2020 presidential election uh, or campaigns, excuse me, there was this information about Hunter Biden's laptop, right? And there was all kinds of damning information about uh, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, okay, being involved with uh, money funneling from Ukraine. Um, there was a prosecutor looking into Hunter Biden's dealings with Ukraine. And then Vice President Biden basically said, um, I'm going to withhold billions of dollars from Ukraine if you don't get rid of this prosecutor that's looking into my son's activity, illegal activities, by the way. And the media, mainstream media, said that was Russian disinformation and that the laptop was not real. But the laptop was being authenticated, and it turns out it was authentic. I knew it was authentic from the beginning because it was authenticated. Hunter Biden dropped off his laptop at a goddamn, excuse my language, damn it. He, he, he dropped off his laptop at a pawn shop like a dumbass crackhead that he is. He is a crackhead. He's, he's on them drugs. Okay. Get over yourself. It is what it is. The president's son is a, is a damn pipehead. So he, he dropped the damn laptop off at the, um, at the pawn shop like a moron. Forgot it, left it, forgot what he did with it. And now all this evidence is tying him to Ukraine and Russia and his father and payments that were made that I think his father, Joe Biden, now your president, poopy pants, uh, was getting at the time, I believe 10%. There was a kickback that he was getting in, uh, in these deals, these illegal dealings or these other dealings that he was involved with, whether legal or illegal, whatever. So it was compromising situations. Plus, I know you don't know this. A lot of you normies are too stupid to even realize this, but there's this thing called compromise. Um, presidents have to be, or candidates for the presidency, have to be scrutinized, and um, they have to have their background checked. Okay, just like if you go for a government job, you have to do a screening, a check, a background check to make sure that you're um, that you have not put yourself in a compromising position. OK, so Poopy Pants has a son that is a crackhead that sleeps with prostitutes and underage girls and his own family members and has um ties to Ukraine, whether legal and illegal. And it was all kinds of weird, funny bunny stuff going on. And his son is compromised completely. And so is he. So therefore, this information would have really hurt him during the presidential campaign for 2020. So what the media did, because the media is left biased, the, the Democrat you know, the Democrats run the media, in case you haven't figured it out. Um, they buried the story and called it a Russia hoax. And it turned out to be true. So now what, now I'm coming back up to date. Senator Ron Johnson, I believe he's out of Wisconsin. Yeah, he is. Um, he's saying after 18 months of the New York Times and the Washington Post, they basically buried this information from the American people, which they really should be held accountable for this. Okay. So after 18 months, the New York Times and Washington Post finally admitted the Hunter Biden laptop was authentic and not Russian propaganda as they originally reported. Since prior to the 2020 election, the fake news mainstream media and 51 former intelligence chiefs including former CIA chiefs, insisted in an open letter that the Hunter Biden laptop was a Russian 
disinformation operation. They knew this was a lie, but signed their name to an official letter anyway. Holy. So 51 former intelligence chiefs, including former CIA chiefs, insisted in an open letter that the Hunter Biden laptop was a Russian disinformation disinformation operation. So that means that these people were complicit and they should be held accountable for this lie that was told. They put the United States in a very compromising position by having people you people don't understand how this thing works oh my goodness you people have no idea the implications you have no idea this means that your current president is more than likely not only compromised but working for a foreign government biden is compromised by probably Ukraine and Russia at this point. It says here in the article from the Gateway Pundit, on Sunday, Senator Johnson slammed the mainstream media for the constant lies and covering up the Biden family crimes. It says today's crooked, excuse me, says today's, damn it, I keep losing the page. Today's crooked American mainstream press is only interested in covering for crooked Democrats and not interested in reporting the truth to the American people. Senator Ron Johnson is a good dude. He stood up for um, the people that were fighting against. He was he stood up for the people that were fighting against the mandates. Um, you know the pop shots, the pop shot mandates. He stood up for those people, and um, I'll, I'll always remember that he did that. Good dude, um, Senator Ron Johnson out of Wisconsin. Um, so, yeah, man, um, you know, this is, <laughs> yo, you all you got to do is connect dots. Not, you know, I'm not going to say too much more. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but you have the the former vice president, who is now the president, poopy pants Biden, withholding money from Ukraine unless they drop the prostitute or get, excuse me, I said prostituter. <laughs> That's funny. Unless they drop the prosecutor that was investigating his son. That was years ago. That was prior to Trumpy getting into the White House. Here you are, years later, Poopy Pants is the president, and then you got a Ukraine-Russian conflict. Connect the dots. Connect the damn dots. There's something going on here. Uh, I, I can't force you to think you know, you have to think for yourself. What's really going on here? You're listening to the Morrow Report on Free Press ARC. It's the free press against the ruling class. Morrow1290.com. Okay, let's get into the news portion of the Morrow Report. Free Press ARC, Free Press Against the Ruling Class. This is coming from the Red State. New poll. Black voters have some shocking news for Joe Biden and the Dems. The Democrats are in trouble. It's coming from the red state. It says here, um, Joe Biden has been doing horribly in polls ever since his disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, leaving American ally and allies behind under the threat of the Taliban. It says he's never recovered from the debacle. Well, of course he hasn't. It's been empty shelves and all kinds of gaffes and 
these people have just been making mistake after mistake and new information coming out about Hunter Biden's dealings with Ukraine. All this stuff is going on. This is me talking. This isn't even in the article here. But um, again, back to the article, it says he's never recovered from the from that debacle. It opened the eyes of many who may have believed that he was competent or had experience. And he hasn't helped himself since with a conscious succession of blunders and gaffes. Well, I, I just, damn it, I just said that. In addition to being far more radical in his agenda than many expected him to be, says, but with especially, but what has especially hasn't helped him has been his failure to address the out of control inflation. Initially, the Biden administration refused to acknowledge it was even happening last year, right? I've told stories of people um, taking pictures of empty shelves. I've seen this inside uh, grocery stores here in Washington, D.C. I've seen it. People have walked up. I've been in the store and people have walked up with their camera phones and taken pictures of the empty shelves and posted it on social media. I'm not even doing it. It's them doing it. And I'm going, holy crap. So he's pissed off a lot of the normies, okay? And that's not good for you little lefty liberals. Vote blue no matter who. Yeah, you people. Uh, but he didn't want to acknowledge that inflation was happening. And um, no, neither did his administration. It says, But it says here, then they claimed it was trans transitory. Everything's trans with these people. Pun intended, by the way. Says now they're trying to blame it on Vladimir Putin. Russia, Russia, Russia. Here we go again. Russia, Russia, Russia. They're going to blame everything on Russia. Says despite the fact that inflation was ongoing long before Putin invaded Ukraine. And I said this last week. That they will blame everything on a Russia. A Russia, 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 Russia. Right? Even though the inflation was already there and it was supposed to be trans, um, transitory, as they claim. It says, but um, it says here, people look at Biden and they just don't believe what he has to say anymore, if they ever did. And if he hits you in the pocketbook, you're going to return the favor. It says here, a new poll from Marquette. University Law School gives Biden and the Democrats some very bad news. And this may be the most damaging news for him yet when it comes to polling. It says, according to the cert to their survey, Biden has dropped 32 um, percentage points in support from black people. Oh, shit. Ooh, are these people in trouble? Let me, let me, let me, according let me let me go back. Uh, Marquette University. According to their survey, Biden has dropped 32 percentage points in support from black people. Says the same survey less than a year ago found him at 88 percent support. A relatively normal number for a Democrat. Now he is just at 56 approval rating. That's a, a catastrophic drop for him. And that's even with the rest of the poll being relatively more favorable toward him in overall approval <laughs> than most other surveys. Says uh, here, and this is a tweet from... Uh, I think this is Marquette University it says since July 2021 Biden job approval among whites has gone from 50 to 40 percent among blacks. It has gone from 88 to 56 percent among Hispanics. It's gone from 56 to 51 percent. Um, 51 percent. 
says uh, polls and points to the decline among blacks as particularly striking. Says here in quote, um, no rebound and decline in black support read the survey headline in his January survey, 57% of blacks approved of Biden while 41% didn't. Now the numbers are worse. 56 approved and 43% disapproved. The trend in approval by race and ethnicity uh, since July shows a very substantial decline in approval among black adults with smaller but consistent declines among white and Hispanic respondents. According to the analysis, the black vote has been key to Democrats winning federal races for decades, but it shows weakness in the 2020. It showed, excuse me, in past tense, it showed weakness in the 2020 race, and that has sped up since. If those numbers drop below 80 percent, that gets to be problematic. But 56 percent is just outstandingly outstanding outstandingly uh, low and probably hard to come back from. I, I think that um, I think the Democrats are screwed. Um, they're going to have to, and this is me talking, there's more to the article again that's from the Red State. I think they're screwed. I don't think they're coming back. Um, I think they're going to have to cheat in major ways for the midterms. Um, I expect, I expect there will be some kind of major conflict. Now, I could be wrong, but I expect some major conflict between U.S. and Russia prior to the midterms. Now, I, I could be wrong. I could be completely off on that. I don't know. Um, but they're going to have to do something, um. Fauci is signaling that there might be another uh, another uh, illness spread, you know, another pandemic. They're going to do something. They're going to try to do something, another lockdown, something. They've got to, they got to cheat. They have to. There's no, there's no way in hell these people are winning. Um, I've been telling you for some months now, that black people, Hispanic, they've already lost the Hispanic vote. I'm telling you, they've lost the Hispanic vote. And black people are increasingly more and more just kind of going, uh, what's going on here? Because I'm going to tell you something about black people, right? Black people are hard-headed as hell. As a black man, I'll tell you this. Black people are hard-headed as hell. The thing is, once they get smacked upside the face with reality and it really hits home like hits the pocket and that's what's happening right now when they sway in the other direction on something it's hard to get them back over because the same rule applies just as hard-headed as they can be on one side, they'll be just as hard-headed on the other side. So if the Dems, if the Democrats lose the black vote, the majority of black Americans, it may take decades for them to win it back. And they're going to have to prove themselves. And the problem that they have is that they're going to have to actually produce something to them present something if they ever lose it not saying that they've lost it completely because they haven't there are a lot of black people that are still stuck on stupid trust me there's still a lot of bloat up uh what do you call it a vote up blue uh, no matter who vote blue no matter who dumbass Demo democrat black people they're still the, those idiots that you know they just go oh, all of republicans are racist you know you, you just got those morons but We're getting closer to that 50-50 status. You got to remember that the polls are always in favor of the Democrats. 
because the liberals own the media. The left wing media own, you know, the left wing controls the narrative in the media. We may be getting closer to that 50-50 margin. And if we ever get there, forget about it. Democrats will never win another election. Uh, that's just my thoughts. You're listening to the Morrow Report on Free Press ARC. It's the free press against the ruling class. Morrow1290.com.